Hello and welcome to Rob's Random Stuff, the podcast that varies so wildly in topic that no algorithm would dare pick us up. And here I am, recording an intro before the podcast opens up because I didn't record an intro when I started recording. This podcast was originally supposed to be about the year 1023, and nothing happened in 1023, so I decided to make it about 1066, the Battle of Hastings. So I would like to say, Happy New Year to everybody, and enjoy this very strange edition of Rob's Random Stuff. What was the original goal? Uh, well, what do you mean, original goal? Like, to talk about what happened in 1023, because it's like a century before... Yeah. 2023? Yeah, that's that. That's what the goal was. But we got stuck with 1066. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> nothing happens in 1023. was going to be about 1023 because that happened 1,000 years ago. Yeah, 1,000 years ago. But nothing happened. The, the, only, the only thing I could find that actually has a cited source was that uh, a, a church in the Netherlands was burned down and, and somebody decided to build a new one. It was probably pretty major news back then, though. Yeah, I bet. You know what wasn't major news? What? Diseased Japanese corpses in the street, because I could find nothing inside of that information. Sounds kind of like COVID defense. If anybody knows about Japanese street corpses in 1023, please tell us. Let's see. What, what, 1023, right? Yeah. Was it classified as an epidemic or pandemic or what? Epidemic. In Japan. spreads throughout the county or country it's on it's on wikipedia to be honest i don't know how you didn't find that in your search that that was that was my search but it said oh, citation it? needed on there so like oh yeah i see that that's kind of dumb indeed does it did you does is oh my gosh i can't speak today there was also like a governor in seville which i thought was kind of interesting seville was said in mythology to have been founded by hercules Interesting. Uh, he, he, he did some politics stuff and seized power. But I didn't understand any of the politics, so... Yeah, old politics are kind of confusing, as are new politics, to be fair. <clears throat> yeah, most politics. Yeah, politics are kind of caught, like... And I had to let my dog in. He, Hello, he, Charlie. He always wants to walk in between my doorway when I start recording. Maybe he just likes your voice. Oh, maybe. I don't like his voice. He's loud. Kind of mean. <laughs> maybe, maybe he thinks your voice is loud and annoying. Yeah, maybe. Do you think my voice is loud and annoying? Yes. Oh, I was asking my dog. <laughs> that works too. <laughs> John, you know what I'm drinking? What are you drinking? I'm drinking ginger ale. Wait, really? I am actually too. Wait, really? 
What yeah, brand? I, well, I'm making, I'm making a, or I was making before you DM'd me. I was making a um, ginger ale and orange sherbet float. What the? Oh my god! No, what? John. No. Do you have an issue? <laughs> ginger like ale and orange sherbet. It's so good to get. Yes, I have an issue with that. Ah! <laughs> oh my god! Good, you should try it. That you, sounds. You that you can't say anything until you actually try it. Disgusting. Uh, you know what, John? Me. Actually, stay here. Ollie will be back in in uh, uh, fifteen minutes with orange sherbet. Fifteen minutes. Okay, I'm gonna go finish making mine. <laughs> okay, I'll be I'll be right back. We'll be right okay. back, everybody. I'm back. John, are you there? I am. Are you? I'm here. Smart. They didn't have orange sherbet, but they had strawberry. Okay. That's going to be kind of interesting. <laughs> Try it. Try it. Okay. I've never tried that before, but it might be good. Opening the, the, the strawberry. Oh, are you excited or scared? I'm scared. And excited. Hopefully. I would like everybody to know that I think I'm about to waste a perfectly good root beer and I don't even have... Wait, no. Root beer? <laughs> uh, ginger ale. I accidentally I... spilled mine all over my shirt, so... Oh, there's a whole entire strawberry in here. I'm gonna eat it. The, the whole entire strawberry? You're just gonna eat it? Like the frozen strawberry? This doesn't look good. It really is, though. I mean, I don't know about strawberry, <laughs> I don't but I know, know like, about the strawberry. Sherbet. I know, I know um, rainbow and orange is good. Well, there's strawberry in rainbow, though, right? I don't think so. Oh. I'm Wait, just opening up my camera client. That, that, could be the, that could be the next podcast episode. The history of Sherbert. <laughs> okay, look at this. No. It's dripping, John. What did you put in there? Strawberry and ginger ale. I don't see any strawberries. It's in there. <laughs> you have to like, you have to actually like make it like, you have to like make it solid, you know? You have to make it like, like yogurt kind of. You know, mix it up. But not like aggressively, just like, yeah, that's good right there. Okay, I gotta yeah, get a good go. bite. There's like no ginger ale on that bite. Okay, this is difficult. <laughs> this is not high quality sherbet. This is entertaining to watch. Oh my god, that's really good. It actually what the is, heck? I told you. <laughs> <laughs> what the heck? Isn't it good? Why is that good? I told you. Ginger and strawberry shouldn't <laughs> go together. Orange and ginger shouldn't go together. Orange is even better, to be honest. This is really good. Yeah. See, you, you have to try new things, Robbie. Mm. This is my new favorite flow. <laughs> 10 out of 10. It, that the, was... the bubbles make it look a little less appetizing, though. Yeah. Have you ever, like, eaten plain ginger, though? Yeah. Oh, okay. It was not a good experience. <laughs> Why did you eat ginger? I wanted to know what it tasted like. Why did I just put strawberry into ginger ale? But, but it was good. Your ginger, plain ginger, was not. That's true. Hang on, I'm going to make more. That was really good. 
so 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 before we had that uh, ginger ale float excursion, we left off at the epidemic in Japan, I believe. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Which all I could find is that there were corpses in the street. But since since nobody really wants to hear about the details of street corpses, I thought I would go ahead and research stuff on, on battlefield corpses. Because that's so much better. Yes. Because 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 the people on the battlefield knew that they were gonna become corpses. True. S- street people didn't know they were gonna become corpses. If that's the way we choose to look at it. Well, would you choose to look at it a different way? I mean, I guess corpses are corpses, right? Oh my god. Breaking news, guys. Corpses are corpses. Yeah. Okay. I've decided to do an episode on 1066. The, the, The Battle of Hastings, specifically. Because there were a lot, actually, quite a few battles in 1066. It was a very busy year. Yeah, honestly, way busier than 1023. Yeah, that was kind of a failure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> okay, John. On October 14th, 1066, a battle between the Norman-French army of William, the Duke of Normandy, and an English army under the Anglo-Saxon King Harold Godwinson took place. They called this battle the Battle of Hastings because it happened just outside of Hastings. It's yes. it's basically impossible to know exactly where the battle took place because all of the primary accounts taken directly contradict each other. Kind of interesting. I wonder why. <clears throat> but uh, because because uh, I don't know. Actually, I don't know. People are stupid. Yeah. But it happened near Hastings. Now, this all happened because King Edward died in January of 1066 and had zero kids, which of course caused a power vacuum and a struggle for the throne, with Harold Godwinson eventually being crowned. However, the peace didn't last long. Invasions came from William, the Duke of Normandy, Harold's own brother, Tostig, and our favorite king, King of Norway, Harold Hardrada. Now... Tostig and Hardrada defeated a rather ragtag group of English soldiers soldiers at the Battle of Fulford on September 20th, 1066. And five days later were defeated by the English at the Battle of Stamford Bridge later, where Tostig and Hardrada were killed. So that didn't last too long. But, but that left William, a serious opponent to the English. While the English were recovering, William had landed his forces in the south of England at Pevensey on September 28, 1066, forcing the English into a retreat. At the Battle of Hastings, the English had an army composed pretty much entirely of infantry and a small number of archers. William, however, had half of his force as infantry and the rest split between cavalry and archers and a couple of scouts. It, has, it looks like the English had tried to surprise William, but his couple of scouts had found the English sneaking up on him, and William decided to march from Hastings to the battlefield to confront Harold. The battle lasted from 9 a.m. to dusk, with Harold's eventually, eventual death giving victory to William, who was crowned king on Christmas Day, 
1066. That is actually kind of a sad story. Yeah, it's it's a doozy. So, so my question is, <clears throat> if the king dies and he has no children, is that usually how it works? Um, because that doesn't seem very um ethical. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, is that how monarchy works? I mean, I guess technically not really. Like, it would have gone to his cousin or something. Yeah. But I don't know if he had a cousin. And, like, <clears throat> the dudes were already being raided by Vikings and William, the Duke of Normandy. <clears throat> so, like, I think I think it was a perfect scenario of, of power struggle there. Yeah, and I guess to be fair, it was 1066, sir. So there really weren't that many ethics. Indeed. I mean, it was just a free-for-all, you know? Mm-hmm. So, Harold, the English king's forces, deployed pretty much in a small, dense formation at the top of a hill, with their flanks protected by woods and marsh, and they just basically had open ground in front of them. And then they created a shield wall at the top of the hill, which is... A, it's. A pretty basic formation. I mean, they can't be flanked. There's nobody behind them, and the shield wall stops the arrows. The Normans deployed in three groups, or what they called battles, which roughly corresponded to their origins. The left units were the Bretons, along with those from Anjou, Poitou, and Maine. With the center being held by the Normans under the direct command of the Duke, and many of his relatives grouped around the center party, I guess. And then the final division on the right consisted of the French, along with some men from, like, other places around France, I guess, that weren't technically France. William's force was made up of a front line of archers, a line of foot soldiers armed with spears behind, and probably a couple crossbowmen mixed in with the archers, and the cavalry was held in reserve. A small group of servants were situated at the base of the hill, but were not expected to take part in the fighting. William decided that he was going to shoot the English to death, but seems to have overlooked the shield wall. And so they started, like, you know, march up the hill. Yeah. Um, then they get closer and the arrows become more powerful. And then they start picking off some of the English. And then his infantry follow in close combat, creating openings in the English lines that can be exploited by cavalry charge to break the forces and pursue the fleeing soldiers. <clears throat> and they did this from 9 a.m. to like 4.30 p.m., which was when dusk was. Dang, that's like a full-time job. Yeah. <laughs> they worked a nine to five that day. Yeah, and they don't. They don't. They actually they know pretty much nothing about Harold's death. I guess we can go to that segment now. Harold Godwinson's death story is pretty unclear. One account said that the king's two brothers were found near Harold, stripped of all his badges and honors, and could barely be identified. They said the corpse was brought back to William's camp, and gave to a separate William for burial. A second source says that Harold's widow was called to identify his body and might have buried him in Bosham, his birthplace. 
And then there's several smaller, less popular legends about Harold's death. And I'm not really sure which one's true. They don't know when he died. They don't know where he died. They don't know where he was buried. So, yeah. I mean, if his body was really that hard to identify, I, I think it would kind of suck to be his wife. True, yeah. It'd be kind of rough, you know? Mm-hmm. I guess, how would she even know it's him, though? What if it was just, like, a random body? Then she would say it wasn't him, I guess. <laughs> True. But, like, but like they said he was so mutilated that they could, couldn't could even identify if it who the person would have been. I mean, don't you think that you would be able to identify somebody that you knew, even if they didn't have a lot of features? Like, don't you think you'd be able to, like, tell at least by some of their features, like, birthmarks and freckles and stuff like that maybe yeah i guess that would be true if i was the king's wife i would hope to know what his body looked like mm. that way i can identify him when he was dead yeah tostig harold's brother was buried at york minister like right after the battle of stamford bridge and that's about all there is to it i'm pretty sure he's still there you can go see him hardrada has quite a story though a year after his death at Stamford Bridge, I don't know what they did with his body for that year. Maybe they left him there? Harold Hardrada was moved to Norway and buried at the Mary Church in Nidaros. A hundred years later, he was reburied at the Helgester Priory, which was eventually demolished in the 17th century. In 2006, it was reported that his body was underneath a road, and a follow-up article said that they would be reburying his body once again, and later, a report revealed that the proposal to rebury his body had been scrapped. But contrary to his, his quite sad burial story, Hardrada is still known as the last great Viking king. You know, it doesn't really make sense that they would be able to rebury his body. Because after a thousand years, it's going to be like nothing, like bones. But like, don't you think the bones would be like kind of scattered around and stuff? Maybe. So Maybe they, like, there? mummified him. Because, I mean, you go into an Egyptian tomb and they still got, like, the whole body there. True. I guess he could have been a mummy. I don't I don't know. That would be a good podcast, though. Mummies. Yes. Like, for Halloween. Because I don't really know how that works. That would be interesting. That's a good idea. Yeah. Much better idea than this strange episode. It was kind of interesting. I liked it. Indeed. I found a brand new dessert. I like how that's all you took away from this. Yep. <laughs> I found a great dessert, guys. <laughs> well, uh, uh, John, do you have anything else? I don't. I don't think so. I think you pretty much summed it all up. <laughs> Okie dokie. With that being said, thank you everybody for listening to this podcast. If you would like to listen to more, you can find us wherever you find your podcasts but not Google Podcasts because you have to pay for extra. And I think Robbie forgot one very important thing. Oh, what did I forget? Happy New Year's. Oh, oh my gosh. I forgot that that was the whole point of this episode. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Happy New Year, everybody. It's, Just edit that in the beginning. <laughs> it's, it's 2023, and thus begins season two of Rob's Random Stuff. I will put that somewhere in the beginning of the episode, I hope. Hopefully. <laughs> if you want if you want to know more about us, you can find us at robsrandomstuff.com. I suggest you go over there and join our Discord. 
That way you can yell at me about how bad my research was or how stupid I am for thinking a ginger ale float could be bad. And with that being said, thank you and farewell. I think that went pretty decently. <laughs>